day 126 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 57, verse 1 to 6. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy. I look to you for protection. I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until the danger passes by. I cry out to God most high, to God who will fulfil his purpose for me. He will send help from heaven to rescue me, disgracing those who hound me. My God will send forth his unfailing love and faithfulness. I am surrounded by fierce lions who greedily devour human prey, whose teeth pierce like spears and arrows, and whose tongues cut like swords. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine all over the earth. My enemies have set a trap for me. I am weary from distress. They have dug a deep pit in my path, but they themselves have fallen into it. John chapter 4 verse 43 to chapter 5 verse 15. At the end of the two days, Jesus went on to Galilee. He himself had said that a prophet is not honoured in his own hometown. Yet the Galileans welcomed him, for they had been in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and had seen everything he did there. As he travelled through Galilee, he came to Cana, where he had turned the water into wine. There was a government official in nearby Capernaum, whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son, who, who was about to die. Jesus asked, Will you ever believe in me, unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? The official pleaded, Lord, please come, now, before my little boy dies. Then Jesus told him, Go back home, your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said and started home. While the man was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that that his son was alive and well. (laughs) He asked them when the boy had begun to get better and they replied, Yesterday afternoon at one o'clock, his fever suddenly disappeared. Then the father realised that that was the very time Jesus had told him, Your son will live. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the the pool of Bethsaida with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame or paralysed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him there and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said. I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath, so the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. But he replied, The man who healed me told me, Pick up your mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? they demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. 
But afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had healed him. Judges, chapter 4, verse 1 to chapter 5, verse 31. After Ehud's death, the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Harosheth Hagoyim. Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, ruthlessly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah. The wife of Lapidoth was the prophet who was in charge, who was judging Israel at the time. She would sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites would go to her for judgment. One day she sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, who lived in Gadesh in the land of Naphtali. She said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun at Mount Tabor, and I will call out Sezira, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Barak told her, I will go, but only if you go with me. Very well, she replied, I will go with you, but you will receive no honour in this venture, for the Lord's victory over Sisera will be at the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. At Kadesh, Barak called together the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 warriors went with him. Deborah also went with him. Now, Heber, the Kenite, the Kenite, a descendant of Moses' brother-in-law, Hobab, had moved away from the other members of his tribe and pitched his tent by the oak of Zananim near Kadesh. When Sisera was told that Barak, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, he called for all 900 of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched from Harosheth Hagoyim to the Kishon River. Then Deborah said to Barak, Get ready, this is the day the Lord will give you victory over Caesarea. Caesarea. For the Lord is marching ahead of you. So Barak led his 10,000 warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle. When Barak attacked, the Lord threw Sisera and all his chariots and warriors into a panic. Sisera leapt down from his chariot and escaped on foot. Then Barak chased the chariots and the enemy army all the way to Harosheth Hagoyim, killing all of Sisera's warriors. Not a single one was left alive. Meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, because Heber's family was on friendly terms with King Chabin of Hazor. Jael went, in, went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come into my tent, sir. Come in. Don't be afraid. So he went into her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. Please give me some water, he said. I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. Stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anyone comes and asks you if there is anyone here, say no. But when Sisera fell asleep from exhaustion, Jael quietly crept up to him with a hammer and a tent peg in her hand. 
Then she drove the tent peg through his temple and into the ground, and so he died. When Barak came looking for Sisera, Jael went out to meet him. She said, come, and I will show you the man you are looking for. So he followed her into the tent and found Sisera lying there dead with a tent peg through his temple. So on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin, the Canaanite king. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally destroyed him. On that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang this song. Israel's leader took charge and the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Listen, you kings, pay attention, you mighty rulers, for I will sing to the Lord. I will make music to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you set out from Seir and marched across the fields of Edom, the earth trembled and the cloudy skies poured down rain. The mountains quaked in the presence of the Lord, the God of Mount Sinai, in the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, and in the days of Jael, people avoided the main roads and travellers stayed on winding paths. There were few people left in the villages of Israel until Deborah arose as a mother for Israel. When Israel chose new gods, war erupted at the city gates. Yet, not a shield or spear could be seen among 40,000 warriors in Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel, with those who volunteered for war. Praise the Lord. Consider this, you who ride on fine donkeys, you who sit on fancy saddle blankets, and you who walk along the road. Listen to the village musicians gathered at the watering holes. They recount the righteous victories of the Lord and the victories of his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord marched down to the city gates. Wake up, Deborah, wake up, wake up, wake up and sing a song. Arise, Barak, lead your captives away, son of Abinoam. Down from Tamor marched the few against the nobles. The people of the Lord marched down against mighty warriors. They came down from Ephraim, a land that once belonged to the Amalekites, and they followed you, Benjamin, with your troops. From Machir, the commanders marched down. From Zebulun came those who carried the commander's staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah and Barak. They followed Barak, rushing into the valley. But in the tribe of Reuben, there was great indecision. Why did you sit at home among the sheepfolds to hear the shepherds whistle for their flocks? Yes, in the tribe of Reuben there was great indecision. Gilead remained east of the Jordan. And why did Dan stay at home? Asher sat unmoved at the seashore, remaining in his harbours. But Zebulun risked his life, as did Naphtali on the heights of the battlefield. The kings of Canaan came and fought at Tanakh near Megiddo Springs, but they carried off no silver treasures. The stars fought from heaven. The stars in their orbits fought against Sisera. The Kishon River swept them away, that ancient torrent, the Kishon. March on with courage, my soul. Then the horse's hooves hammered the ground, the galloping, galloping of Sisera's mighty steeds. Let the people of Meroz be cursed, said the angel of the Lord. Let them be utterly cursed, because they did not come to help the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty warriors. 
Most blessed among the women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. May she be blessed above all women who live in tents. Sisera asked for water and she gave him milk. In a bowl fit for nobles, she brought him yogurt. With her left hand, she reached for a tent peg and with her right hand for the workman's hammer. She struck Sisera with the hammer, crushing his head. With a shattering blow, she pierced his temples. He sank, he fell, he lay still at her feet, and where he sank, there he died. From the widow, from the window, Sisera's mother looked out. From the window, she watched for his return, saying, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do we hear the sound of chariot wheels? Why don't we hear the sound of chariot wheels? Her wise woman answer, and she repeats these words to herself. They must be dividing the captured plunder, with the woman or two for every man. There will be colourful robes for Sisera, and colourful embroidered robes for me. Yes, the plunder will include colourful robes, embroidered on both sides. Lord, may all your enemies die like Sisera. May those who love you rise like the sun in all its power. Then there was peace in the land for 40 years.